You found the Love Fight podcast. I'm Paul Tizard, Fear of Flying Coach, and I've been helping Nervous Fire since 1997. So in this podcast, you are going to find aviation experts, psychologists, coaches, enthusiasts, and people normal, just like you, who have overcome their fears. Welcome. So welcome to Love Flight Podcast, Chris. Thank you for giving me your time up today. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Now, well, we've been desperate to get you into the uh, podcast episode because you've been prolific in the Facebook group, the Love Flight Facebook group. So I want to say thank you because when people do what you did, it's massively helpful, but it's also really interesting to get people's story and their tips. So we're really keen to to hear about it. And for those listening on audio only, Chris is actually wearing the Love Flies t-shirt now. He's probably on brand and uh, he's got a backdrop. So it's like some sort of beach with like waves and palm trees. And uh, yeah, so he's pro- proper going for it. Paradise, that's what uh, you helped me get to paradise with my wife. Oh, that's lovely. That's well, lovely. There's, there's some people that like Chris, tell us your story. Tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, you, yeah tell us your fear of flying story. Okay, well, I'm Chris, I'm 49, I first, well, I'm married and I've got three girls. The first time I flew was when I was 18, and it was on a, a lad's holiday to Tenerife. And going there from Manchester, we had a few drinks and stuff like that, and I was nice and calm. I think I fell asleep as we were taking off. Uh, so we had 10 days drinking in uh, Tenerife, and then we got to the airport, and then we flew back. Mm. And obviously I was hungover, we took off and then we hit some turbulence and that's when it started to uh, freak me out a bit and started having panic attacks. Right. Uh, And it all stemmed from there, really. I was never comfortable with flying after that. So you Uh, still flew, but you just didn't like it? No, no. I joined the army in 1997 and I had to fly. I had to fly to uh, three or four war zones and stuff like that on the RAF flights. But uh, I was always medicating myself, but not telling anybody really. Uh, using my grandma's Valium, having a few drinks prior to it. But I was still yeah. having panic attacks on the plane. I just couldn't get my head around it. I was spooked from that flight when I was 18 at, mm. in Tenerife. So I still can remember a lady laughing at me when we when I thought we dropped about a thousand foot, but it's probably just one foot. She was just laughing at me and I was just, uh, yeah, a proper panic attack and stuff. So a bit of homage we loved that. I was like, crikey. Yeah, but now I, I understand it now. I went to Iraq a couple of times. We had RAF flights. I had to, we had to fly from Qatar on a Hercules and we were, uh, it was night flights and we were having, Tactical landings where it felt like we were just going vertical, land for five minutes, get off, take cover, and then then do our operational tour and then fly back. And just everything started to uh, seem really, really bad, but it wasn't really now looking back on it. I was listening to every sound. I was, um, yeah, we went to Canada as well on a, on a flight. I had a go around. So I feel like I'm, um, it was... Uh, 
honor to have a go around now the way you spoke about it and stuff but i can remember somebody saying oh, i don't think we've got enough fuel to land again and stuff like that and, you know with me having that fear yeah yeah and it just snowballed into a another panic attack it did affect me over a lot of years it slowed my promotion down my i had low self-esteem i just didn't think i was as good as everybody else who could fly I was watching everybody on Facebook going on holiday and I was like, oh, looks like we're going to get a coach to Italy again with my wife, my poor wife. Yeah. We've drove to Barcelona before, mm-hmm. 36 hours. It, it How got long? That 36? 36 hours with my three girls in the back. Mm. And I was just like, what am I doing? But it, it only took, when, when I left the army, I did 24 years in the army. And it felt like there was a little bit of pressure off then. Then we had COVID and I and I just thought I needed to make a change. I got to a stage in my life where I really needed to do something about it. I love traveling. It got that bad in the military. I retraded and I uh, joined a maritime regiment and I sailed the seven seas for 12 years, going through gale force winds and that didn't really bother me. So let me just get this straight. So because of the fear... You literally retrained. So so you went to a different part of the military because of the fear. Wow. Not many people knew it, but Mm. that was the reason why I enjoyed it. I enjoyed sailing the seven seas. I learned to drive speedboats and landing crafts and stuff like that and work with the Marines a lot. Yeah, that was brilliant. But I I was seeing the world, but my wife wasn't seeing the world and my children weren't seeing the world. Mm. Had to, they had to suffer going on coach trips to Italy and, and things like that. Yeah. So it was eating me inside, really. Mm. I, I have had some failures as well. I did go on a fear of flying course with the Royal Air Force, and I just bottled it when yeah. it come to the flight. That wasn't a very good drive back home. But I wanted to really stress to people that I have gone through a lot of, we don't say failures, do we, but... Yeah, but you beat yourself up about it. And what I want to say to people is just don't stop trying because I've got there and I'd, I I swore to myself that I'd never fly again at one point. So I can't do this anymore. But I did it and you helped me do it. Right, so before we get into that, don't yeah, spoil the, the ending. <laughs> so let's go back a bit. So when you were avoiding flying, what was your core belief about flying? I just thought I was an unlucky person and I thought something was go- going to happen. Mm. I know the stats now and uh, everything like that, but I just thought I was that kind of guy that I was unlucky. It's, it got worse when I had children as well. The thought of never being able to be with them again was uh, just too much for me to take, really. Mm. And I don't know if uh, I, I put, uh, put everything on to flying or... Because I was going on an operational tour to a war zone, maybe I was a little bit anxious about the war zone, but I put everything on to blaming it onto the fear of flying, if that makes sense. Mm. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe that could have been it. I mean, it's obviously, there's a lot. We're thinking about that that as a job. It's going to make, it's going to cause thoughts in the head, isn't it? So it's hard to distinguish, is it flying? Is it operation? Who knows? Who knows? What was the turning point for you then? What made you think enough's the that? Uh, well, 
I, I, I have posted on my uh, on my page that my wife's not too well. She's got MS, and I don't know if you read up on that. Uh, she's still okay. She's still working. She's a teacher. Mm-hmm. She's on good medication, but she is getting fatigued a lot. And uh, yeah. she followed me around in the military for 24 years, and I just... I saved a little bit of money and I had to take We never had a honeymoon when we were younger. We had children when we were quite young. And I just wanted to give her a gift. I wanted to take her to paradise for all the things she's done for me. Yeah. So, so it was just like, uh, I had to do it. That was my uh, my girl, you know, my yeah, anchor thought to get her there. So, and it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. So I had to do that, but now nothing's impossible. So that's great. So you had a, so there's a really strong reason there, is that we always talk about that, don't we? So you have a really compelling reason and and that's helpful. And so t- talk us through then how you exactly did. I know you put posters in the Facebook group, but I was on Facebook. Some people just come through Instagram or just this podcast, you know. So perhaps you could tell us a little bit about how you actually overcame it well it was my wife's 50th birthday last year in june mm. and i wanted to give her something really special so i i just took her to a travel agent and i went i just looked at her and went choose anywhere in the world would go in and she and she was like yeah but you you don't like flying i said i'm just gonna do it so i said but please give me 12 months i'm really gonna put some training in here and give it my best shot mm. So she was over the moon. And then over the 12 months, I uh, I found Love Fly community. I got hooked on it straight away with you and all the admin team, Pete Higgins, and uh, just how close everybody was because it's quite unique. You are mm-hmm. genuine people. I I saw Gita Brown, Gerda flying, then start flying, boom. And then uh, there was Melissa. Twigden, and she, I was shadowing her over the next 12 months because she was going to Canada and uh, she was going 20 days before me. So I was, okay. I was keeping a, a, an eye on what she was doing and she proper inspired me. And just, yeah, the Love Fly page was absolutely amazing. Watching people take off land, uh, the Jamie Fraser, Fraser one where he, I don't know how he kept his cool, but he talked his way through taking off crew yeah, and landing. Yeah, yeah. yeah Just yeah. before I went was absolutely brilliant. Mm. And there was Debbie Ro- Robo Spud. Yeah. yeah. The biggest cheerleader in Love Fly ever. And you don't, what you don't see is people private message you. And they were messaging me just before my flight as well. Oh, so wow. just, it was unbelievable. Catherine Bailey. I have to get these names out because they're... Yeah, no, it's good. No, it's nice to make check. So people listen, they'll know. Yeah, thank you. Because what I did in February was um, I went to a, a runway park in Manchester and watched the planes take off oh. all day. Really enjoyed it. And Catherine got hold of me and said there was a, a secret area where it was free to uh, watch and you were really close to the planes. So she, she got me an area where I was watching these big... Uh, Dreamliners and seven, oh well, A380s and stuff like that taken off. And it was just unbelievable, the power. And she also got the YouTube people to take a, a video of me taking off on my first flight in 18 years as well, which blew my mind. 
So I had to thank her. And also there was uh, Gozia who went to Poland. Yeah. I I tracked her on flight radar, which I'll probably get back to. And I tracked her. And what made sense was I tracked all the way, taking off and landing. And then afterwards I watched takeoff video, cruising and landing. And it all made sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched the altitude, the speed kept the same. And it, it just was fitting into place, all these things that helped me. Yeah, so that was Love Fly, and I also did a, a flight simulator as well. I paid to go in that. I was fortunate to be able to. Uh, my wife bought me it as a gift, and it was a two-hour thing, and I did tell them that was uh, a fear of flyer, and it's, I, 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 took, I took off in a 747, cruised, and landed, and it went through all the instruments and that, I got a certificate at the end, and I was thinking, well, maybe I could help the pilot if they needed me. Yeah, you, know, you pop in. Yeah. Yeah, just say, I've got the certificate if you need a, a third pilot. That's me laughing at myself. Uh, imagine that. But I really got a lot with that, and um, I'm really interested in aviation now. Mm. How it all worked and, and stuff like that. What else did I do? Oh, I also got hypnotised. And I went to see somebody and had six sessions mm. with a talk, talking therapy. You know, the tapping. Oh, yeah. It, it taught me how to tap in certain points to calm you down. Did a little bit of breathing. Did the 30-day program with Love Fly. Yeah. I was trying to think, what else did I do? Yeah, I, I just watching YouTube videos. Was it Neil? I like Neil Phillips. Noel Phillips, yeah. No, sorry, no, sorry, no. That's right, yeah, yeah. No, Phillips. I actually, when I was on the Dreamliner going to Dominican Republic, when I was eating the food, I was like, mm, I was pretending to be no. I was like, mm, that food's not too bad. I went to the toilet four times, checking the toilet out. I can't believe how relaxed he was on a on an airplane. But yeah, I enjoyed watching watching them videos as well. Yeah, loads and loads of things I did to. Fit together and help me, and and you always said trust the training, and it all fitted together at the end. Yeah, it's amazing. So you took like a twelve month run at it was. So were you doing stuff like every day? It sounds like you did loads of stuff. Looking at Love Fly once a day, listening to all the podcasts, I got a lot out of. Yeah, just not. They say you should not. Forget about the flight. Always think that you're going to fly because I think people just say, uh, say it's not going to happen. Totally, mm. and say I tried to put it in the back of the mind, but I always was. It was always on the forefront of my mind. Yeah, I was always going to fly. Mm. Where before I used to, I don't know. It was like three or four months prior to the flights, I was tearing myself apart. Yeah, worrying, not sleeping. But with this time, it was like. Two days prior to it, I would lose a little bit, and uh, two days prior to it coming back, lose a little bit of anxiety. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Well, the thing I find well, there's lots of things I love about what you're telling me. So some of the bits. So starting, you know, reverse engineer it, so you've got a clear reason to, and that, you know, you've got something to go towards, which is very helpful, and then you've decided. You've done that audacious thing and said, we're doing it, telling somebody else, so there's no way of backing out. 
you've got 12, and you say, give, give me 12 months. So you've given yourself a nice lot of that up. And then you've done lots and lots of different things, which you rattled on. And you've also not been afraid to lean on the help of others. Uh, so some of the amazing people at the Love Fly group that have helped you as well. Thank you for name checking, because some of the stuff we know about, but lots we don't. So I'm really grateful. I don't, you know, we're all blown away at Love Fly, a lot of us. We're just like, my God, you know, these people are doing so much to help each other. So, and, and you're obviously part of that. And then you've systematically gone, you've taken it like a, a training thing and said, right, this, I'm going to check that, you know, what's this fly? And then I'm going to compare the, and I love all that. And what was the other thing? The other thing that really struck me is that just think some of the stuff you've had to deal with in your life through your career. And, you know, a lot of people will be listening, thinking this, you know, this guy's like proper fearless. And yet mm. all of us have, you know, see all the stuff that you've had to deal with and overcome. And yet this thing was eluding you. And I think that's remarkable because it also shows you had tremendous resources. You just had them. You haven't used them yet, you know. I did say four years ago, I did uh, my first marathon, done lots of half marathons and uh, 10Ks and stuff. And my bucket list was to do a marathon. It took me a lot of training to get to the, the stage when I was ready. And I just said to myself, right, this is like marathon training. Mm. So sometimes, you know, I did 18 miles and I was like hit the wall in training. And sometimes I paced it right and it was a great day and I had a great run, you know. And then I thought, I, I can do that. I can do this. Let's let's just put it into chunks, chunk sizes. Some, sometimes I'll have a bad moment. Sometimes I'll have a great moment. And and I, I classed it as, as that, like marathon training. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Definitely. For me. And yeah, and it worked. And I'm really so glad it worked. We had an amazing time. Yeah. But to, so I, I totally agree. I, and I think this sort of like the sprint thing is versus the marathon, you absolutely held it for me. And it is, but you know, breaking down into chunks, you've done, you know, you are literally living proof of taking the time and doing it systematically, how that works. And that's just very inspiring. So where did you go? You didn't actually say where you went. What did it? We went to uh, Dominican Republic in the Caribbean. And it was all inclusive, uh, adults only, uh, and it was paradise. I, I, we had a little sailing boat, and we would I was sailing every day. We went snorkeling. We had a massive big swimming pool, with, and all the staff were absolutely brilliant, kind people. You know, helped you all the time. Yeah, there's all, there was always drinks, getting past here. The food was delicious. It was sunshine. You could see it in my wife's eyes. It was absolutely, it was brilliant. And we just had the best time ever. Mm. Couldn't have asked for a better time, honestly. It was the best place I've ever been in the world. Just we, we, I don't know. We're still buzzing off it now. I had to go to work. I was doing it. I'm in construction now and I did a, a kitchen refurb. Back to the grind. But I was still buzzing and I was still on a high, you know, when you got the holiday blues. Yeah, I was, st I was still okay because it was such a fantastic time. Yeah. yeah. But I've got to I've got to say the Tui staff on the Dreamliner was absolutely amazing. Mm. I when I first got onto the plane, did let them know in the notes uh, in a travel agent, and then a lady came out and said, uh, "Oh, somebody who's uh, a little bit nervous of flying," and I was like, "That's me." 
And then uh, she went, do you want to come and see the pilot? The Iron Arm looked peacock of this all the time. So I went to see the two pilots and he got me, he let me sit in his seat and he talked to me about the flight, said there was not going to be any turbulence or anything like that. And uh, when we took off and we went to cruising height, he came to see me three times. And he went, how are you doing? You okay? And I was like, just blown away with things like that. But it's amazing. And the, crabbing, uh, the cabin crew were brilliant. They gave me a certificate when we landed. The bravest passenger on oh, the wow. airplane. It was like, uh, I, was, I had a picture with her. But uh, but then it's just special moments like that just to make you feel at ease. Yeah, that is really that is really cool. And it didn't worry you that when the pilot came back, you didn't think who's flying the frigate plane. No, you've given me too much training, Paul. I understood what was going on. I ate all my meals. I went to toilet four times. Thank you. I was going to ask you know how many times I went to the toilet because that's an important question for people. Some people don't leave their seats. You know, no. and then yeah and i relaxed i listened to, I, I did listen to music but i was watching my uh, wife's tv screen and i felt like I, nothing could get inside i was relaxed because i was doing two things at a time mm. i didn't really have to anyway because i i was calm once this, i've got to admit when we first took off i had weighted eye mask on okay and i was listening to you know the relaxing music you can have at, in spas mm. I was listening to that as we took off and I just said to myself, we're just going to float up. Relax. I was relaxed and we just floated up and I chilled for a little bit. I had a little peek and saw the little ground on. I was like, oh, we're getting there. This is amazing. It is magic. And then we got to the seatbelt signs off and then all of a sudden I just started to chill out yeah. a bit and I was like, well, that's it. Now we're up. And yeah, the beautiful aircraft are. Yeah, they are stunning. They are. When and I started back, were you, diff- were you even better or the same? Because we went all out and it was premium. We had a lounge in Manchester to chill out away from all the busyness, which was good. Mm. In Dominican Republic, we had to wait in the airport and we and it was a bit more hectic. But I still yeah. was chilling myself out. I would listen to the audio book, the rela- relaxation, sorry, the relaxation podcast and just chilled myself out I, I think it was Geet who said about talking your way through things right I'm gonna go, now I'm gonna walk to the toilet and I was yeah. like now I'm gonna go back to my wife now I'm gonna go up to the boarding now I'm gonna walk into and just and 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 if I thought something was coming into my head I just used to go five four three two one and then also that thought had gone yeah and then I kept doing that until we sat down and I said here we go again we took off I did the same thing with the eye mask and a nice music Floated up, and we did a, a little bit of turbulence, but it didn't mm. bother me really. Mm. Uncomfortable but safe, like you say. And uh, I was just chilling. I didn't sleep. I wish I could. That's my next goal is to sleep. Yeah. Um, I just I, I never thought this would ever happen. I know everybody says it. I said never ever, and it did. And I hope everybody gets to this stage. They can do it. Yeah, they really can. So that actually, that'd be really helpful. So if you had to sort of, I mean, this has been positive already. You've given lots and lots of things that you did. But if you had to give your sort of like your your golden tip or tips, what would you say for people? Well, like I, I said earlier, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So like my marathon training, mm-hmm. small little bite-sized help 
bit of delicate exposure every now and then to get used to it. It's amazing when you keep watching everybody take off and land how much you're you're used to it when you, yeah. the time comes. Yeah, you are anxious. Everybody's anxious just before, but when you get onto the plane, something changes if you've done a, enough training, mm. and you start to you start to relax. A class, but everybody's different. You know, it's like a, a a jigsaw puzzle. Some people only need twenty pieces. Some people need two hundred pieces. But each piece has a little bit of a help on it. Breathing yeah. techniques, yeah. casts. Some people might need two hundred, but once you get it all together, it, it's a full jigsaw piece and you're ready to go. And then all of a sudden you start to get a little bit excited instead of worrying, mm. you know, and, and we get triggers. We all get triggers. Like I think for some reason, like space invaders and the triggers are coming down and you need, you need to shoot them away with tools that you've got somehow. Yeah. But that's your job to get it into your head. Yeah. They can do it, but it takes work. It does take work, but we, did. I did it, and you can do it too. You did do it. And also the other thing is if you are in the Facebook group, Chris shared loads of stuff about his journey, his tips, and all the rest of it. And um, So it's, it's worth searching Chris's name. And you'll see his posts, and you'll see some of the stuff that he shared, kindly shared his journey. So that will help you as well. But honestly, mate, just phenomenal i can't believe how well you did and, and just how supportive you've been then to others as well and just coming on here giving you time sparring another load of flyers i think it's brilliant so what next for you then we met some friends at dominican republic and they've invited us to chicago so we want to go to chicago next year but yeah. prior to that my daughter and a husband-to-be is has got a place in Ireland, so we want to do a, an hour's flight to Ireland by nice. Yeah. And I've got some loads of family in Australia, which is a bucket list of mine. I want to go to Australia, and I have a friend in Malta as well. So it's all getting lined up, ready to go. Nothing's impossible now. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? That. But I love but that. I, I love travelling as well. I had to mm. go through gale force winds to do it, and for weeks and now I, it takes me hours to do it i gotta say that melissa did inspire me when i saw that picture when she landed in canada i, I don't know if i've already said this about and i i just euphoria when i saw her first but that's what it can do yeah fly. yeah yeah i think and i love i love seeing that the struggle you know so i, I don't mean as a sick way like haha you but i like to see when people are genuinely struggling and they share that. So I got the sense of what this from your journey, also from Melissa, who came when she came on and did the, the QA with Steve, she genuinely had hundreds of questions. And I had to cut the podcast because like and so I cut I cut I stopped and then she carried on and quizzed him some more. And I just to see that sort of transition people and obviously I can make name lost people you've mentioned quite a few of them already to see that transition and to think that we're part of that and yes i'd love to think that the you know it's, it's down to the 30-day program but actually it's like you've said it's different bits of the jigsaw so some people get it from podcasts some people get it by doing other things as well like you've done and that's all good you know it's just just nice to be part of that sort of success story you know which is just 
really, really motivating for us lot to see people like you out there doing it. I wish I could name everybody, but you know, there's you, you get into a, a small little group and, 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 you know, I've, I've named a few people that have helped me, but there's, there's been lots of among the others, but this is what this plus slide community does. You just sit back and watch everybody do it because I know we easy salt. We help each other. Yeah. I was a lot busier at the beginning, but now it, it, I mean, in fairness, people like John, Susan, you know, on the love fly side, but Pete's on there every day. Geisha's on there every day. I see Melissa. I see Debbie. You know, I see lots of these people, sort of familiar names coming up, and then others come and go. So Jamie was on for ages. Way back, it's back again. So it's just, it's just great. And apologies for not naming everybody, but like you say, there's there's so many people that just keep popping up, and and I'm very very grateful that. It's just amazing to watch it. I think we started, we started not that long ago to see it sort of grow organically. And the thing I want to see is people doing stuff. So the ones that make my heart sink, the ones where they say, I'm flying tomorrow, just that group, I'm panicking, I tell, that's fine. Okay, episode 130, go and, do, go and listen to that one. That'll give you something. But then it's like, what do they do next? Because that's the trick, isn't it? Because you can have, you can repeat the same experience. You can keep on going to do 50 flights, but if you don't do anything different in terms of like the train you've been talking about, nothing changes. You know, that's the crazy thing. So doing the same thing, expecting a different result. So you've got to do something different to disrupt the automatic patterns that we've got into. That's what you will do it by bombarding yourself with lots of stuff. So, fantastic. So will it, do you think that you, this is a leading question, sorry, but do you think you need more training now, or you just think you're kind of like that's it, I'm sorted. I honestly think I think I think we're just the type of people who always need a little bit of refresh. So mm -hmm. when I do fly again, I will still have my weighted eye mask and uh, the relaxing music and yeah. the breathing techniques. And prior to it, I, I'd probably be in the passenger seat, lifting my feet up, shut my eyes, thinking I'm in an airplane when my wife's driving all up. I think we've got to, but I think I, I am. I can now say I am. Com I I'm comfortable in flying, and I never thought I'd say that. But I think I'll always have to, you know, just have a few little tools. Because mm. you know, you know, you could have a flight when it's it's bad turbulence, so you've got to be ready for it, don't you? You've got yeah. to have them breathing techniques ready. Yeah. So, but yeah, I, I am comfortable now. Yes, I think you're you're, you're on it because if. I think it's just to sort of reinforce it, and you've said this very clearly, but got to do the training on the ground so that you can do it more easily when you're flying. Because, you know, as you said, when you're under pressure, then it's what you've practiced kicks in. If you haven't done it, then you've got nothing to fall back on. And that's what you did. You built up lots of resources for yourself that so gave you that extra capacity you needed. It. Amazing. I had a notebook with all the breathing techniques. I didn't open it once, but it was there. Yeah. With everything I learned from the 30 day, from, you know, everything aviation, it was all mm -hmm. in this book I bought, but it was there. I know it's a comfort blanket, but I don't need, you know, I didn't need it. But, you know, I think that just made me feel better because it was there ready for just in case I needed it. Yeah, nice. I'd learned the checklist off, uh, Peter Higgins checklist off by art in the brain anyway. I learned the four to six breathing anywhere. Yeah practicing it all the time i learned everything already mm. but do you know when you have panic attacks you can't think properly it was a bus there to open up if i did need it 
Well, I didn't luckily, so that's really good. Yeah, I'm interested actually. This is a question, so selfish question. With this, the 30 day program, we're refreshing because I recorded it in 30 days straight through. I was helping a client. We do this premium one, which has coaching that wraps around it, and I thought I'll do a video every day, so I, then I know what I talked about the day before, and I literally did it in 30 days so it's it well meant to feel like continuous but we're looking at it now going what were you talking about so if there's something that you think should have been in there or was missing or you'd like to see what would that thing be i maybe just have a poll of the top 20 tips from people on love fly and uh could go through the top 20 tips that have helped people or you know you know and then uh then they yeah Last minute, somebody said about bringing stress balls. I had two stress balls in my pocket when I was walking onto the airplane, but it it helped. Uh, it helped a little bit. Just gives people ideas and it gets them excited because they've got stuff that they can rely on when they're doing it for the first time. And I think it just gets easier and easier and easier as you go along. Hopefully, so twenty sips. All right. So I will. Uh, or let it be podcast and take credit for that. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe you put me on the spot then, so I might have idea. Yes, yeah. yeah I'm you told me to sort off. We did. I appreciate. It. But you came good. I mean, that's, a, that's something we hadn't thought about. That it's a really great idea. So we will definitely do something like that. That's really nice because I was particularly for the last few days of the thirty days. It's like we're now in the like kind of the so what bit. I think that would really fit nicely. So thank you and thank you again for everything you've done coming on today and to all the stuff you've done in the Facebook group and now the podcast to inspire people. So yeah, you've done amazing, Chris. And very grateful to you. So thank you. Nah, you need credit as well, you and your admin team. You started all this and you're helping people travel in the world and it's just the best thing ever. Yeah, well, yeah, life is for living, isn't it? You know what I mean? So it's yeah. Long time looking at the lid, as Billy Connolly says. So Got to sort of seize the moment. There's nothing worse. Yeah, great. Fine. Thank you. That's it. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Love Fly podcast. I hope you're finding it helpful with your fear of flying. Now, if you do need some extra tailored help, you can go to our website, lovefly.co.uk, and click on the courses button. You'll find more help there, such as our 30 day program and our on demand webinar. Thanks again. See you next time.